0: So welcome back, this is Our Journey Sisters Speak and I am with Michelle. Hi. Uh, And my name is Diane, we are your hosts. And last time we talked about our women asking for too much? Mm -hmm. This Mm -hmm. month is Mental Health Awareness Month. So we ask that you make sure you take care of your mental health and check on those friends and family that you know struggle with mental health or those that you don't know that struggle. Just let friends and family know that you're doing a wellness check-in and you just want to make sure everyone's good. So Michelle, we, yes, ma'am. We said we would be talking about communication in relationships. And we usually think about um, male female relationships, but there are so many other types of relationships relationships with our kids, relationships with our sisters and brothers, relationships with our coworkers. So this week my Bible plan was talking about peace. Mm -hmm. And it was saying to follow peace with all men. But in order to do that, you have to evaluate a relationship and say, is this relationship beneficial to me? Do I, does it bring to me something that I need? And that is what makes me say, I want to save this relationship. So one thing we need to do is to have peace in that relationship, because a relationship in turmoil <laughs> is not good for me. So, Michelle, how do you think? What's, what are, what's, let's start with one thing that's important in a relationship of any kind? I think communication. And when you say
1: communication, what do that look like? I think being able to understand each other's point of view, but also understanding that we will not always agree, but to respect the other one's uh, point of view on whatever it is that you may be disagreeing on. And there's a level of respect that comes with communication. Um, You know, I just shared with you that my daughter was in a relationship. It ended, but then they um, rekindled it a few months later. And the biggest thing that she shared with me was that person's lack of respect. And lack of communication, for instance, she would ask, Where are you going? None of your business, excuse me. Mm. And, yeah,
0: exactly. when people do that, I really feel like, Why are you in a relationship? If Correct. you don't want to share your life with someone, you need to just stay single. And what I said <laughs> to
1: her, I said, is this person adding to your quality of life? I said, Because you could be miserable and sad on your own, you don't oh, need you any too. help in having that done. I said, In a relationship, I'm talking about now a partner, I would hope that we're best friends, meaning I should be able to talk to you about anything and everything, share secrets. Share disappointments and even in that time of us having a disagreement that's a short tail sign of how that person is because how do they communicate when you're involved in a disagreement so communication on all levels is key be it with your friends be it with your siblings your family your your partner you know your co-workers like you said Communication is key and I think a lot of relationships suffer or don't work out because of the breakdown in communication. I think people are so fixated on getting their point and making sure their point is correct that people don't understand it's okay to disagree. Because I disagree with what you're saying doesn't mean that I'm minimizing your point of view or and and it doesn't mean that I don't value our relationship. It just means on this particular topic we have different differing point of views and that's okay.
0: Yeah. You
1: know. And I think
0: a lot of us are stubborn. First of all, we think our way is the right way. And if you disagree with me, we're kind of feeling like you, you're not respecting me or or you're taking me for granted. No, we're opposites. We're humans. We're all, you know, God gave us all a brain to think for ourselves. And when we think about relationships, none of us, unless we're sisters and brothers, grew up in the same household. Mm -hmm. So the way you see things is not necessarily the way I see things. It doesn't mean that your way is wrong. It might work for you, but then it may not work for me. So then there that comes the point where we need to compromise.
1: And I How think people... We don't like to compromise. And that's it. And you hit the nail on the head. Like, I know I'm stubborn, and <laughs> I know I am, and I'm working on that. But compromise is a big, big part of communication, and people are so dead set against or set on their ways, like you said. And another thing with communication is when you get into a disagreement, why is it so where people hit below the belt and purposely oh, yeah. say hurtful and harmful things, but yet you're supposed to be my friend or my companion or my, my sibling or my you know, and I think people are so into their feelings and they're so into trying to protect themselves from getting hurt. Yeah. They lash out and they direct that on that person that they're having that disagreement with. Yes. So there's a lot of layers with communication. Yes, and that that's a a lot of
0: uh oh. Me and my daughter, Christina, (laughs) like she called me the other day and over the years, I have realized it's her anxiety that causes her to speak to me in a certain way. But still, it's not okay. So as she's talking, I said, stop yelling at me, you know. Mm -hmm. So now she's taking it as mom, don't care. Mom, not listening to me. No, your anxiety because you have anxiety you are yelling at me like, it's my fault these things are happening. Stop yelling at me. Don't, we're not communicating here because I'm feeling attacked. So it was like, okay, let's take a breather. I'll talk to you later. You know, when everybody is in their right mind, anxiety is down, now we can communicate and we, you know, talk to each other with respect and calmness. But, you know, like you say, when we're in the heat of the moment, we start hitting below the belt and the other person is attacked. And unless we can say, okay, let's take a beat, Mm -hmm. let's go away and come back, somebody's going to say something that they are not going to be able to take back.
1: And that's the thing. And that's what I think most of us struggle with. It's like you're in that moment, you're trying to get your point across, I'm not going to let you hurt me, so I'm going to say X, Y, Z, instead of taking a step back. But with that also, I think it's important that like you did with your daughter, you brought it to her attention. And that's another piece that many of us struggle with. If someone is bringing something to your attention, are you willing to receive what they're saying? Because even though the intent may not have been there, that's how you made that person feel and that's
0: enough of point. us many of mm-hmm. us are not i don't know if we don't have the courage to tell people how we feel or our relationship really is not honest enough to say you are making me feel this way because that that requires us to be vulnerable exactly are, we don't want to be vulnerable but if you are making me feel
1: attacked, I need to let you know. Right, right. And is that person willing to receive that criticism of them? Because oftentimes I think a lot of arguments, disagreements start because there's a misunderstanding, there's a disconnect. But if you have two strong willed, strong headed people that and are I'm dead or making their point. <laughs> right. You know, that's where it clashes. And so, so many relationships break down because of something you brought up a good point, the honesty piece. That does make someone vulnerable. Are you willing to be vulnerable? Is that relationship worth you becoming vulnerable?
0: So now we have three things. We have communication, vulnerability, and
1: honesty. (laughs) Yes, yes. It's a lot, you know. Any type of a relationship, it does not always have to be an intimate relationship, just relationships in general. It takes a lot of work. But then, when you always, and I know that over the years I've worked on this where I felt I'm constantly putting out, putting out, or putting myself out and reach and reach it, and it's not being reciprocated. And then I'm like, you know what, forget this. I know. But then, as someone, being that this is mental, Um, mental health awareness month, someone who does suffer from it, I, you don't know what that other person is going through in that moment. So that's why, because I do struggle with it, I've learned in my own struggle to take a step back. And if I haven't heard from someone, maybe they're going through something. Maybe I should reach out. And if they're not, not accepting of it at that time, not to take it personally. Because I know I haven't done anything. And maybe they are the ones that are going through something. Yeah. You know?
0: I I tell Christina that a lot, you know, because Christina Christina is a friendly, happy-go-lucky person. So if you don't receive her, it's like, why don't they like me? And I'm like, Christina... You don't need for everybody to like you, you know? You just be the best person you are going to be. Stop taking stuff personal because maybe it has nothing to do with you.
1: And right. maybe
0: it does. Maybe they're jealous of you or maybe they had a fight with their husband, you know? Stop taking everything personal. You don't need for your boss to like you. Exactly. <laughs> you have to say. But as long as you are still paying me my paycheck, I don't need to be your best friend. I'm not going to invite you over to my house. And in relationships where we are supposed to be really good friends, I should be able to tell you, you hurt me. Mm -hmm. And I hate when we do tell people, you hurt me. And then they come with their excuses. Well, I was hurt too. I'm not trying to minimize how you felt, (laughs) but right now telling you, you hurt me. And the first thing out of your mouth should be, I
1: am sorry. Exactly. Instead of making it about them, it's like tit for tat. And it's like, no, that's not what this is. If I've hurt you, I would hope that we would be close enough for you to have brought that to my attention so that whatever it was that I did, I do not repeat that. Or we can discuss what was it that made you feel hurt in that moment. Don't wait because I've approached you and said that I'm hurt. Now you're coming back at me because then that's when people become defensive. And then how productive is that conversation? Because then I'm thinking, if I'm sharing that with you, are you now getting back at me? Because now I've hurt your feelings in that moment because I've said you hurt me. Yeah. And it's like people I feel are so into their feelings and I'm guilty of it. I'm not going to say, you know, I'm not, I'm very guilty on it, of it. And I'm a work in progress, but people have to take a step back and really think. And like how you said, you felt in that moment with your daughter y'all needed to take a step back and then resume the conversation later that's what we all should do because what is really going to be productive in that moment if y'all are both lashing out at each other
0: yeah yeah so let's get on intimate relationships and last time we talked about are we asking for too much um and the gist of it was don't settle for something that's not going to make you happy. Correct. And the most important thing, I think, in some relationships that I have had that have failed, there is not honest communication. So Correct. people will tell you all kinds of things. <laughs> mm-hmm. But be honest. One thing, and I'm going to bring him up. He knows who we're talking about. <laughs> our friend. <laughs> yes. One yes. Thing about our friend was he was brutally honest. He let me know I'm not looking for no relationship. I just came out of whatever. And I was like, okay, I got this. And you had told me. Be careful. <laughs> I got this. I could do this. I was lying to myself. Really, I thought, well, I'll be able to change him. <laughs> yep. Listen I've to done what, it. They Listen done. what they say the first time you meet them. They might change. People might disguise some of mm-hmm. their real personality but is going to come out eventually. But I gave this person respect because they never tried to hide it. Right. Who I am. However, his actions were communicating something different. So make Mm -hmm. sure what you say it and your actions they go together. Because exactly. I, don't care, I don't care what a man tells a woman. How many times he say, um, we're not in a relationship. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're in some kind of relationship. If you're seeing that woman every day, or even on a consistent basis, if mm-hmm. you sleeping with her, if you call calling her, you might not be in a committed relationship, but she thinks she's in a relationship. <laughs>
1: right issues right right but now let me ask you this on the flip side whose fault is that though if that person was honest from the get-go and yes their actions are portraying something else but they verbalized you know what it was
0: i want to say it's my fault And I truly say it is the one, the person who received it differently. Although we both are at fault, Mm -hmm. I, in this instance, allowed myself to put blinders on. I heard you. <laughs> but right. I wasn't really listening. There's difference in hearing and listening., <laughs> mm-hmm. so you know because I'm a single woman, I'm lonely. This person is giving me all this attention. I feel like, okay, I might be one or two women he's seeing, but who's he seeing the most? <laughs> Right. Right. And we're all guilty of that. So I must be the one, you know, and he's going to leave them alone. But then I found myself doing things that was totally out of my character. And I'm like, I didn't like myself when I looked in the mirror. Who is this? You basically trying to keep a man who is not
1: even your man. Right. (laughs) He told you. But now, do you know, knowing that, now you have to know that it's important for you to have those honest conversations. Because even though he was honest in verbalizing, his actions said something different. And at that point, when you started seeing those actions, you probably should have had that conversation with him. Like, this is what you're saying. This is what you're doing. And if he could not understand why there was some confusion, then you need to move on. You know? And and that was,
0: we had those conversations, but I still was holding on until everything boiled over. And I was like, okay, now you're being made a fool of. (laughs) so I was like enough is enough so it took me saying I am not going to take this for me to cut it off but they would have kept going
1: like they were going
0: because I was allowing it
1: and that's the conversation I had with my daughter you know um, I feel people are an ex for a reason and I get some people, you know, get back with their ex years later because of life circumstances or whatever happened. And I get it. That's good for some people, but it's not good for everybody. Yeah. And I think it all boils down to what you're willing to take and what you're willing not to take. And that's a part of communication too. So I have do have a question. When you're meeting someone new, at what point? Do you have that conversation as to what your intentions are? Because I feel if you have that conversation too early, it scares the person away. If you have that conversation later in the relationship, then you're so already into it that it's hard for you to get out of it. So I never know when, if you feel that's the right person for you, When is that conversation acceptable?
0: And I'm going to say, I don't know. Because (laughs) when I got out of this situation with this one person, maybe a month later, I did meet someone. And the first thing I asked, do you want to be married? Now, I didn't know you from Adam but I had just spent a whole year with a person who clearly told me I don't want to be married. So right. do you want to be married? They tell me, I don't know. I just want to be happy. So, I right. said, well, I don't think this is going to happen. Right. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm protecting myself covering all bases. They say, well, you don't know what will happen, you know. So they kind of made it seem like, well, let's give it a try. You never know. So I said, okay, I'm going to give it a try. Once again, (laughs) listen to people the first time. (laughs) So, So all this time, you know, and I'm thinking, oh, we traveling, we doing great great relationship I thought I must make him happy 8 months down the road (laughs) I asked the same question not do you want to get married to me (laughs) because we obviously ain't ready to get married but do you see me in your future now 8 months I know whether or not there's a yes or a no, Yeah, right they say I don't know (laughs) now we had this conversation day one eight months later we having the same conversation so I had to once again choose me and say you know I don't know what we're doing here but once again they would have been okay with just stringing me along having all the benefits of a wife (laughs) right I mean, you know, cooking, cleaning, sex, whatever. But I ain't trying to make you my wife. So I had to choose me. And yes, Mm. it's been a lonely road. (laughs) But one one thing I always say, I am lonely, but I'm not
1: desperate. And And see, that's true. Like I'm, I don't even say I'm, I'm alone. And I do wish for a companion, but I'm not going to settle, and I'm okay being alone in this moment, yeah, yeah you know and and like I say, that's
0: why I relocated <laughs> so I could be closer to my family because I had a great group of friends in New Jersey. We hung out, but then you know when After the last call and everybody's gone home, whether they go home to their children, their spouses, whoever, I am home alone. Right. My son lived with me, you know, he goes in his little corner and I'm alone. And that loneliness just became so loud. You know, I was like, okay, I don't want to do this because I don't want to keep focusing on... I need a man. I need a man. I'm all by myself. I want to be near family and it has made it easier for me. And so I just want to tell people, you know, if you have not found that person that can truly make you happy, fill your life with friends, family, things that you like to do. Like, my son was talking to me the other day, and he said, I just don't want to be alone. Nobody wants to be alone. We're not made to be alone. Right. Right. I don't think we should settle
1: either. Right. I, I agree. It's just communication is so tricky. It's so, so tricky. You know, it's tricky when you're intimate. It's tricky when you're with... You know, your colleagues, like this week, I have to have some tough conversations because I had to do some evaluations at work. So, you know, I'm trying to really think about how I'm going to have those tough conversations. They're never easy. And I always feel you can communicate what you want to say. It's how you say it.
0: Yeah. You know, like... I really have a, a hard time saying it the right way because people always tell me it's how you said it. I don't know how to scurry around and fluff
1: it and carry I some think loose. it's the words that, that we use. Like I'm very careful, especially at work, if I want to say like, you know, people are quick to say, oh my God, that kid is bad, blah, blah, blah. What I do is, Now, I know they bad, but I'm not gonna say that. Like I'll say, Johnny is very challenging. And unfortunately, Johnny is not making the right choices at this time. So the hope is that they would have, you know, learned from this experience so that they don't repeat this incident again. So I'm very careful in my delivery versus, you know, like like with a parent, I could have easily said, Johnny is bad and he just don't care. But it's, so all. do you in, see how,
0: in your profession, right, you choose your words wisely,
1: In yes.
0: relationships and friendships for whatever reason, we don't take that same care,
1: and that's unfortunate, and you're absolutely right, because I don't know if it's because in the profession we're getting paid, and if we say the wrong thing, we can get fired. But like you said, we should value our friendships and relationships more than we value our job and be mindful in our delivery and the choices of words that we use because you can still make the same point. Yeah. But you should be mindful of how you're delivering that message. And I think in
0: relationships, if we knew the outcome, If I knew if I say this is going to crush this man and we are going to end up divorced, (laughs) maybe I would say, oh, no, don't say that, you know. Right. But sometimes we say things because we want out of the relationship. But I feel like if you want out of the relationship, just get out.
1: Right. (laughs) Right. There's a way to say that.
0: Don't hurt Mm -hmm. people in the process. Don't cheat on them. Just be honest. This is not working for me. And hopefully people will respond positively.
1: I respect. Now, just like I've raised my children, I've said, you know, it's so important to be honest. I respect honesty. Yes, you may hurt someone's feeling. And then we go back to how you deliver the message. But, I'll have so much more respect for someone who's honest with me versus someone who's not honest with me and can and goes out there and does God knows what, and yeah. I end up. Hurt. I'm gonna be yeah. hurt either way. Yeah, but, but my respect is so much more that you were honest with me about your feelings. Yeah. Well, you know?
0: that is our episode
1: uh, for our journey, to Speak. I would just um, say, just um, just be mindful. The takeaway with this episode is, we are human, but be honest, be vulnerable, and be um, communicate and communicate, right? Yes. But just think of the words you use and the approach you use, because yes. you can say this, you can send the same message but in a respectful way.
0: So we have to learn how, we have to work on our delivery. (laughs) I have a hard time with my delivery, but I'm working on it. I'm working on maybe the next man who comes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We are a work in progress. We are.
0: Yes. So we're going to close out with prayer. And we just want to thank God for this episode. We want to thank God for keeping our minds and our lives intact because we are not in control. Father God, we just thank you in this moment for our children, for our family, for our friends, for our relationships, the relationships we've had, the relationships we have, and those that are to come. We ask God that you help our listeners, Lord. Help them to know that their delivery matters and that they need to decide how beneficial are the relationships they are in and are they worth keeping and help them to learn how to find peace with all men and with themselves. We ask you, Lord, those that are suffering from mental illness in any way, Lord, We ask you, Lord, to help them to find the help that they need through therapy, through talking it out, whatever they need, Lord. We know, Father, you are in control. And we thank you and praise you. And thank you for my friend, Michelle, Lord. And And Michelle, it's been a great time catching up with you. Yes, yes, ma'am. I miss you. (laughs) In New Jersey, I'm in North Carolina, but you
1: are still my friend. Yes, yes. I miss you much, but you know, we got this.